0: It's the number one community in the world that you can't get back once it's gone, time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthitha Banu, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who's as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that supports your lifestyle, not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. and stagnation today um you know we represent present to build a business that support your lifestyle not the other way around because time is the only thing in the world that you cannot get back right today is the day that um i have a good friend of mine over here Taylor, that she would show you one of the ways that you can save your time and enjoy your life basically why be an entrepreneur isn't that excited so Taylor Harrington, right here, she is a head of community at Groove, um, community architect, um, and I think it's very interesting to know more about what she does at Groove and how Groove want to help the world, entrepreneurial world, basically, to have a better life. So thank you so much for joining. Get a step
1: video today, Taylor. I am so excited to be a part of this and just can't wait to talk about time with you. To meet someone who's so obsessed with time and how we spend it, uh, as, as I am is, is always a privilege. <laughs> I didn't want to obsess about time, but I couldn't deny to focus on it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just such a powerful, powerful thing. We get the option here to choose. This is a life that we're designing. How do we want to spend it? And I think you and I both um have such a love for for that design of what that can look like. So I think it'll be a really great conversation.
0: Yeah. I something that I love about Tom is that every day that you wake up is like a restart button.
1: Mm.
0: And how you de- every decision that you make on each day counts that how you end your day because it would form the day after, right? Mm-hmm. So Sometimes we can choose, sometimes we cannot, and those are the things that could cause us overwhelming and procrastination and so on, so good stuff. Okay, stop about me. Uh Traditional questions. How do
1: you started your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, so I started, I would say, when I was really young, thinking about ideas for businesses, being curious about doing um, a, a career path that was less traveled. Uh, my dad worked in marketing, still works in marketing and um, advertising and business and had always kind of talked about like how incredible it is to be in that creative space. Um, and he had had his own creative business at one point for some, several years when I was really young. And I just thought that was so cool to watch my dad do that, to kind of leave this corporate space, start his own thing. And he eventually went back into the corporate space. And when I you know, later in college was looking at what to study, I decided to study advertising. Um, but I took up a minor in entrepreneurship and I also took up one in disability studies, but that's a whole other conversation. But the entrepreneurship minor was really driven by this idea that I knew I wanted to study advertising because I related a lot to what what that meant. Uh You have to understand people in order to advertise. And I felt that same way with entrepreneurship. I was just on a journey to better understand people, but I wanted to do it in a wacky way. I didn't want to go in-house after college to an agency or uh, go to a, an advertising agency. It was just I wanted to do things differently. And so studying entrepreneurship in college allowed me to really polish up what did that mean? What does it look like to work at a startup, to grow a startup, to Pitching a startup, all of those different things. And so I had a great time doing all these different classes where you really take a startup idea from day one and see it through over the course of a semester. And later when I was uh senior in college, one conversation led to another and I met um, entrepreneur and best-selling author Seth Godin, who has written a number of books, but Purple Cow being one of his most famous, this is marketing being another linchpin. And um I joined Seth, while I was still in college as a um, as like a freelancer, just working several hours a week. And then when college ended, came on full time, working on a really small team with him and a few other members and got to see what it was like to be alongside an incredible business owner who was building things um, that he really cared a lot about and were impacting a lot of people. Uh, basically, the company Akimbo and Alt-MBA were these online workshops that really built on what Seth had talked about and had shared inside of these books and brought them to life so that people, entrepreneurs like your listeners could take those skills and really implement them inside their own, own their own lives. Um, and so working there for a few years and being able to just see the power of a startup, um, was really interesting. And it wasn't a startup in the tr- traditional sense, you know, startups, are a little bit, uh, scrappy and you're trying to, uh, you know, get things growing and, and it's not like it was an investor backed startup or anything. Seth had income coming from his books and from his speaking gigs and things like that. So it wasn't this traditional startup. And so when I was looking for what was next, I started to think about community more deeply. Uh, it was part of what I was doing in that first job, but it wasn't all of it. And I wanted to really connect with people on a greater level and out of just a desire to do that from day one at a startup, I joined two co-founders, Josh and Sruly, who were based on the other side of the world building Groove. I had heard what they were up to and was just so passionate about what they were creating and the possibility of what it could be from day one. And so I came on as the first full-time hire. Um, they were also working with several other freelancers at the time, one who ended up becoming the third co-founder, Tova. And now we're 18 months into that role. And it's pretty crazy to see how much has grown. I joined when there were 23 people on the Groove app, including mostly investors and family members of the team. And now there's I mean, over 1,300 accounts created. And that's just in 18 months. And we're really in full-fledged growth mode now, having finished our seed round. So um, yeah, it's been pretty crazy to get into this entrepreneurial journey so quickly and starting right in college and continuing with it.
0: Hmm. Wow. This still makes sense. Um,
1: so what exactly Groove is for? Yeah. So Groove is an accountability community. It's an app on your phone. So with the press of a button on your phone, you simply get matched up with one to three other people from around the world. Most of the folks that are on the app are entrepreneurs, business owners, freelancers, people who are paving those non-traditional career paths for themselves, um, who are really reevaluating how they want to spend their time and the work that they want to be doing to fill up some of that time. And so when you're matched up with those people, you hop on a little video chat inside the app and you say, hey, I'm Taylor based in New York City, and this is what I'm up to for the next 50 minutes. And so each Groove session as of right now is 50 minutes long. And you share what your goals are. There's a cute little button that says pass the mic so you can hop from each person to the next. So it's a nice structure to it. And at the end of everyone sharing, which takes about three minutes or so, you click a button that says start work. And that's where you would put in your goal. You would break up that goal into mini tasks. So for example, if I was going to clear my inbox and get, you know, get back to all of those community members that were reaching out to me, I might make that my goal. And then I might say, get back to five community members, get back to five more. And so when we hop into the actual focus session, we're off of video, off of audio. You can actually get stuff done and not be distracted. And you can check those things off. So once, you know, I check off that I've talked there, I've sent messages to five people. My fellow groovers in the chat might cheer me on with a cute emoji. They might tell me, hey, keep going. Awesome. And at the end of the 50 minutes, we come back on video to share how it went. So it's really, like I said, an accountability community to get stuff done, which I think for folks that are working solo for themselves, they've made a brave decision and sometimes they don't have a support system around them to continue feeling like that brave decision was the one that they should have been making. Um, and I've heard so many groovers say, gosh, I've started these business, I started my own business and that imposter syndrome just creeps up all the time until I found groove because then I was, in good company with other people who could honestly say, like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just going to keep on doing it. And being in good company with people who can be real like that and say, hey, I know I'm really good at X, Y, and Z, but this thing is really hard for me. And if I just dedicated 50 minutes to figuring it out, my life would be a heck of a lot easier. Um, You know, this is a community where people can do that. And I think that it's, you know, they come for the structure, they come for the focus time to get stuff done and get a bit of accountability. But at the end of the day, they stay for the community because they meet really great people who remind them of themselves, whether it's someone who is on a similar path or just has similar values. But I think that some of the most fun conversations and friendships have formed by the wacky things that they connect over. So I know there are two people who are both business owners inside a Groove that have really connected over being bread bakers. So in addition, like, they're that's not their profession at all. One of them is a virtual assistant. The other one runs their own company as a co-founder. And the two of them have met inside of Groove and have been bonding about baking bread and have sent each other pictures of bread back and forth. <laughs> and I just think it's the coolest thing, that it's a place where you can be your full self and you can share these different parts of you um, and be in, uh, encouraged to keep going down that journey that's a bit less traveled.
0: Oh, so once you got matched to like three other people, you mm-hmm. remains with this uh, accountability group
1: or you sh- keep changing it? That's a great question. So you will continue to see each other in the app. So once you groove with someone once, you will continue to see each other more inside of the app. So let's say the two of us grooved. Then the next time I groove, you would actually get a notification that says Taylor's grooving. Want to join her? And that way it brings up that familiar faces kind of part of things. You're able to continue those relationships, but you are also able to meet new people for sure. So anytime you click the magic green button on the home screen, you can be matched up with different people. Um, although, like I said, you would notifications would go out to the folks that you had already been grooving with. Um, we're also building features right now, which I'm really excited about. One of it's called spaces. And so the idea is that you can join a space with people like you. So let's say you are a coach, you're a, you know, an entrepreneur, you're a coach who has started their own business. Um, maybe you can join the coaches space and you can click a button and be matched up with one to three other coaches. And that's the common thread that you know you're going to be matched up with. Um, so we're always building new features to help people continue to, to meet people. But I think that the idea of connecting with each other and continuing to see each other has been really powerful. And there are also some features in there that help you meet friends of friends. So once you've connected with each other, you'll bump into the people that they already know inside the app. So it builds this circle of trust. Um, mm. yeah, yeah. Trying to debunk that stranger danger vibe.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make
1: people feel safe and feel like they are a part of something really special and that they can find people like them inside of it. I'm thinking about LinkedIn virtually,
0: why mm. you can have like a... 15-minute accountability meeting with the team. But, like, to link in connection, like, mm-hmm. first stage, second stage, third stage. <laughs> That's what I see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, it That's reminds me beautiful. a lot of those types of connections. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's funny. I, I'm obsessed with relationships. I'm obsessed with connections. Uh One of the things that I think is so interesting for a lot of the folks that are probably listening they work from home or they're working for themselves. They're working solo. Um, and I think that something that's really powerful is when you choose to go on that path of doing something on your own, you're making the choice to likely not have any coworkers or to have a very small team of coworkers. And as you do that, it starts to eliminate some of the, what people would call loose ties or weak ties in your life. So if you go from the corporate world, you know, I was just listening to one of your episodes where someone came from um, working in finance and was talking about how they managed this giant team and they had all these coworkers and you would go to happy hours after finance, you know, a weird day job at finance. And at the end of the day, like they had all of these really interesting loose and weak ties, people that they knew of that would say, hey, how are you doing? But they might not know about you at your core or like your personal life, things like that. And there's actually a lot of research out there for why those types of friendly pretty casual acquaintances are really powerful to have in your life. And so when you remove those environments of going to an office where you naturally have those types of coworkers, or even if you were walking into an office building and there was a person that always sits at the front desk that you chat with every morning over their coffee, whatever it is, um, those types of weak and loose ties have been really eliminated, not only with the COVID pandemic, but with people choosing to take those paths less traveled. And so it begs the question of, well, where do you get those types of connections? Because we know that those types of connections, based on research, really do help with our happiness. They really help with our um, what people are calling social health and how healthy you are socially, really having different types of interactions throughout your day and throughout your week. So I think that that's a big part of why I'm passionate about what we're building at Groove, because it creates a new layer of relationships that may have disappeared or mostly disappeared for the people that are your listeners and entrepreneurs, solo workers, um, that are creating those paths less traveled?
0: I, I, I used to see this type of gathering within the mastermind that they would break out rooms to like, fix, yes, have like some topics to talk about and then gone, but like they keep shuffling. So that's why I asked you that question, but yeah, I think it's very great. Um, yeah.
1: You can yeah. also private groove. So if you have, if you have a group of one to three other people that you love grooving with, you can set up a private groove. So it's just for you, uh, which is really nice because if you do have a mastermind and you want to connect with those people on a regular basis and be like, Hey, let's start our Tuesdays off with a 9 a.m. planning our days out or cranking through our emails or whatever it is that you need to do on a Tuesday. Um, you can plan that private session. So it's not in the public, public groove sphere where you're clicking that big green button, but instead are starting it with just those people uh, inside of a message with them. Um, yeah, go ahead. What is the maximum number of people or only four? Only four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of magic to that. Um, you know, I think that it really gives people each a chance to be heard and to um, be a part of something that feels intimate. I like to talk a lot about like scaling intimacy and what does that mean? And I think that sometimes when you get into those rooms where you're talking to five, six, seven, eight other people, it starts to get busy. It's hard to really see each person for who they are. Um, as I mentioned, my last job was focused in those online workshops, and one of the things that I found most interesting about that was it was difficult after the workshop ended. Or you talk about a mastermind. After a mastermind or a workshop ends, if there's a, d- a date that it ends, it's hard to keep in touch in a meaningful way with those people. And I think that's one of the things that I found really interesting as people would take these powerful workshops. 30 days. And then it would be like, oh my gosh, we love each other. We're all, we, we all love being on zoom together and we loved connecting during our 30 days together. But then they're like, how do we keep in touch? And the idea of putting a bunch of virtual coffees on your calendar is exhausting. It takes up a lot of time. And the idea of instead suggesting, Hey, a great way to stay connected with each other is to hop into a groove and get stuff done together for 50 minutes. It's a shared experience. You're not taking a full hour to virtually chat over Zoom, but instead are actually doing something and moving those projects forward that you probably have talked a lot about with that person or those people. So um, that's another example of how I think it's just gonna be really powerful as we look at this next phase of growth to help people realize that it's a way that you can, in a low-lift way, in a free way, connect with each other um, in a consistent manner.
0: I just think about um, those oh uh post creators or coaching program mm. or any like yeah service provider that want the checkup call they can definitely use group to like just 15 minute check up instead of like one hour meeting that's gonna save a lot of time yes i hate meeting this is not oh. fun it's so time consuming and like you know, like you don't get things done outside the meeting and then you just go there and listen and you have to participate. And I'm like, why?
1: <laughs> why?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do we have to do that? You can just say something like three sentence and then we get it.
1: Yeah, I think meetings are definitely an interesting subject within themselves. I think the, the thought of what can be a powerful meeting is, is it's a really interesting question. Uh, I think Priya Parker it does an incredible job in the art of gathering her book and also in some of the different podcasts that she's been on. She was in a podcast with Brene Brown that I found really interesting where they called it the meeting makeover. And she basically grills Brene Brown, who's an, an incredible thought leader and has thought very intentionally about how she spends her time and who she spends it with, who's on her team and things like that. But still, even people who spend a lot of time thinking about those types of things. They're still learning. They're still figuring things out. And so Priya basically says, Hey, Birday, let's take an example of a meeting that you host on a consistent basis, and let's give it a makeover. And she basically grills her for two episodes on how to make it better. And by the end of the two episodes, I think one meeting had been canceled. Another meeting had been renamed and shortened. Different people were invited to it. And they basically go through the whole process. And I think that there's so much to learn there about... What, what does it mean to put time on someone's calendar? And I think Priya says this really nicely. She says, let's say there are 10 people in the meeting and a meeting's one hour. That's 10 hours of work total that have just been lost because all 10 people were there. What would have happened if it was a 15 minute meeting with two people and then everyone else could catch up async? So yeah, I, could I could go off on that. <laughs>
0: 100%. I'm like, whoa, this is true. Yeah. So that's why we have to have like those hierarchy of work and mm. also, um, so that you can know like who would be takes one responsibility for each. Yeah. It's very important. And 15 minutes could be. So how can we know that it's already 15 minutes? Like how it's really like after, okay, after we have, we group four mm-hmm. people and then. How how we know that it's almost fifteen? Like how it's happening? Can you yeah use an example?
1: Yeah. So once so once everyone has shared what they're up to for the fifty minutes, then they click a button that says start work, and that's when the timer begins. So you see a little timer that ticks down over the fifty minutes, which I personally just love because it keeps me accountable to not get on a different screen of my phone. You know, not open another app. I'm just looking at the timer, and I'm like, all right. 23 minutes to go. I'm still focusing. Um, and so it's a bit of encouragement when you look down at that timer. And then at the very end, when the time is up, uh, there's a button that says regroup and you click that and that's how you come back on video and you share how it went. So um, yeah. yeah. And there's like a really cute little sound that plays. that's kind of not quite meditation music, but it definitely like brings you out of your like focus mode, but in a very sweet Charming kind of a way. <laughs> Not like a blaring alarm that's like, time is up, come back. It's very sweet. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, oh, you mentioned that something. I just had, uh, one of my favorite YouTube channel is he, he, he produced binary song. Have you ever heard a binary sound that helps no. focus or Binary, I think it's that, that, maybe binary, yeah. Yeah, think, so like, no, I, not only binary, That like, binary music, binary sound, like there has to be another object behind. Mm, so it, I know it helps um, to, uh, focus and sleep better. And then towards the end, he would shift the, the graph up to like awake mode mm That that's what you mentioned, and I'm like, Yeah. Yeah.
1: I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of like that that you know, people will play white noise or brown noise while yeah. they're focusing. But I love what you just said, that it's got that extra little oomph to come on back. Um binary sound. that's what it's called. Binary, binary sound. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to look into it. That's you have, that's you really have to
0: different. use headphone to hear that. It would be like a very some frequency but two frequency at the same time behind your ears <laughs> you <sound> oh my <laughs>
1: gosh i know what i'll be doing when this is over <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't go to
1: sleep yet you still have yeah to yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know it's it's only ten thirty in the morning i definitely should not be going back to bed <laughs> although it is quite rainy here in new york so a nap sounds incredible <laughs> well that's good weather is it? um
0: yeah oh okay so uh, correct me if I'm wrong. So you show up, 15 minutes, catch up what things are, and then you get things done. So yes. get shit done during that time, and then oh, once yes. it's done, you come back
1: and tell them I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and the end is like the end is my favorite part when you get back to the regroup because you know once you've grooved a few times, you experience a couple of different things. I think based on all of the groovers I've met, I've. I've kind of extracted a few themes. One is I've heard time and time again from new groovers, they say, oh my gosh, I just learned what 50 minutes actually is. (laughs) And they start laughing and then they're like, I've never time blocked before. I've never realized that like the task that I chose would take way more than 50 minutes and I had no idea. And so they have this moment of almost like They're laughing, but they're also a little scared, like, oh, my gosh, how much time have I been wasting or how much time have I been not intentionally planning for or, you know, like kind of these different questions and realizing this like moment of, oh, my gosh, I can change my relationship with how I spend my time on different tasks and moving different goals forward is one of the biggest things that people say at the end. The other thing that a lot of people say is I like, well, and I'll say one of my favorite quotes from. Someone who experienced what I just mentioned was, it was her very first groove. I introduced, I was on the app with her. And at the end she goes, I was today years old when I found out what 50 minutes meant.
0: <laughs> She's like, why yeah. am I like,
1: yeah, like why am I like being born into this new meaning now? Um, but you know, and then the other thing is, is people saying, Oh my gosh, I finally realized, um, that my time can be spent better in better ways, in different ways, and so they start to have these moments of like, well, what would it look like if I could accomplish what I just taught, what what I just did over fifty minutes? What if I could do it in thirty minutes? And what would that look like? And so one of the things we talk about a lot on the team is how to really encourage healthy productivity because I think that's one of the biggest things. Is a lot of productivity apps or support or books or podcasts or whatever talk a lot about like you know get shit done, get it done quickly, blah blah, blah. and it's like well let's like take a pause to really think about like, what does it look like for you to get shit done in a healthy way? And um, that's something that it's, we're recording this right around the new year. And one of the things that I've said to the community is like, a lot of people will stress out about that January 1st date of, oh my gosh, I have to have this whole year planned out with all of these goals and thinking about my life and planning it all out. And how am I going to get all this done? And there's this quick overwhelm. And plus you Pair that with all of the things you see on social media or in your inbox that are like 23 new habits to adopt in the next year. And it's this overwhelming. (laughs) And so people are like, what should I be doing? And so I just sent out our community newsletter yesterday saying like, hey, happy new year. Also, like friendly reminder that similar to what you said at the beginning of this conversation, each day is a new chance to make a difference. Each day is a new chance to design what you're going to do that day. Every month, we host these goal planning parties. I host them inside of the Groove community. It's open for anyone to join, though. And I reminded them, like, hey, on this Thursday, we're having a monthly goal planning party. We're not looking at the next 12 months. We're looking at this month. And if you want to come and look at this month with us, we're going to come and look at next month, a month from now. And we're going to keep doing that by sized chunks so that people feel like it's really something that they can be a part of and not feel stressed out about as they look ahead. So, that's a a big yeah a big thing that I'm trying to change people's relationships with is is how to be how- what does healthy productivity look like for you
0: so I have an idea, just want to share with you though i oh, have i with here this part for at least seven years already um in the outsource world for those who um outsource to like at least Asian-style people and pay per hour, they would got tracked by timing, like using Togo or any other screenshot tracking and shift the tracking by the action that they have been doing. So they wouldn't know which one would be the most important, but because they got paid by hours, right? Therefore, that's how they do um, to think reversely is how you guys are doing. That's what I see. To frame the time and then see how much you can accomplish within those timing. So mm-hmm. challenge. That is a challenge. But to looking another way, like you mentioned, that many of the groupers said that they couldn't finish this within this particular time, right, fifteen minutes, or they know that they need more or they need less of time. So. Priority really matters over here. Yeah. I think that is something that people not, uh, not stress it enough. Like they may have to do list, but they may not have not to do list. Mm. That is something that I, I find a lot. Like I'm not going to do this
1: today. Mm. Yeah. That's a really powerful practice. Mm. So
0: you can reduce the tasks and the work because you know what you don't want to do
1: hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's interesting. A lot of folks that end up in Groove, it's not that they a lot of folks are people who are intentionally thinking about their time. As we talked about, they're people who have decided to go on this lifestyle where they have more flexible time, where they get to make their hours, but they get to design what that day looks like. Um, many of them. It's interesting. Many of them have very strict restrictions on how often how many minutes they spend on social media. Some of them have no social media downloaded on their phones. Some of them typically don't use their phones and they have joked that (laughs) Groove is is the only app that they love using on their phone and will like take their phone out of their bedroom where they usually keep it while they work and actually use it because it helps them focus even more than if they didn't have it. And, hmm. you know, I think it's interesting. And even one other example is a lot of folks who are Groovers and very active Groovers have very interesting email boundaries as well. It's something I've learned and it's quite subtle, but if I were to send them a message on, via email, uh, whether it's like an automated message that they get, like if they hit their 50th groove and I'm sending them an email to celebrate that, I get that, a bounce back from them and it, it'll say something like, hey Taylor, you know, this is just an automated message from so and so. Um, I'm someone who like is really careful about how I spend my time and how I spend time in my inbox. And I just want to let you know, these are my hours of when I look at my inbox. I look forward to getting back to you then. And so people have really created this boundary of this is when I come to look at my inbox. And so it's a lot of people in the community who are thinking about time, but they may not have thought about it in the way that we're talking about, of Mm. how they really prioritize and, and think deeply about how minutes are spent, especially when you're doing repetitive tasks. Or tasks you don't want to do. A lot of people say, I love coming to Groove with the tasks that I am dreading. <laughs> because when I come into the Groove, I know I'm going to get it done because I have to tell people at the end whether or not I did it. And they're going to add a little bit of positive energy to something that maybe I didn't want to do. So there's a lot of layers to it. Uh, and as you can imagine, it's we're in an interesting spot right now as we grow of like, how do you explain the benefits in just one sentence? Because as you keep on grooving, you start to see that there's so many layers to it that can really help. Your lifestyle and support that lifestyle that you've chosen and we're brave to choose. Um, whether it's through the community, the accountability, the focus, the structure, all of those different things.
0: My company is one of the company that I already break the rules of nine to five. <laughs> yeah. So if my team finished the task of the day, I let them go. I don't care. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. If they can do fast, just go. If they can, if they haven't finished yet, stay longer. On yours. Mm -hmm. So that's how we speak these days. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. That's going to be very fun. Oh, you're going to have a lot of integration to work further. Like, I think those (laughs) project management and stuff. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's a very, uh, here's the thing. I think it's a very good, um, like, in my opinion, uh, to start the day with any company, like, for the core team member to have like a 15-minute day to start. And then um maybe like you ask like a deep focus of your next week plan or something that you have an urgent to do for. And then you come back, okay, this is the plan and what we're going to do before you talk to the like sub-team further or mm. yeah, It can be many ways. Wow. I'm excited
1: for you guys. I'm, I'm really, yeah, I can feel the excitement. I appreciate it. It's always nice to meet other people who are just jazzed about it. Like we are.
0: Yeah. And we can talk about this for days. Trust me. Like (laughs) I can sleep with this topic every day. So much fun. Um, so for my get and stagnation
1: people, um, where can they start using proof there? Yeah, if they want to become a groover and they want to groove along with me, they are more than welcome to. The link is in the show notes and in the description. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited for them to be a part of it and to meet them inside. I'm grooving all the time, Monday through Friday, so hopefully we'll bump into each other there. You're even able to search up my name and you can start a message with me and um we can schedule a private groove if you'd like oh, to meet you each can other personally. Search.
0: Yeah. Like a mystery. So, no,
1: no mystery. It's not yeah, like
0: Tinder that you're going to like suddenly pop up or something. I was, no,
1: like, no. Kind of kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a, kind of a lot of layers to it. Um, but yeah, no, there's some search to it. So you can also, you know, later on, we're going to, we're always building new features. Like I said, we're an early stage company. So if you have features as you folks start grooving that you're like, oh, I wish this existed. Please let me know. Uh, one of the things that we're talking about right now is, um, figuring out how to kind of create those task lists inside of the app that you can keep on building. And as you were just talking about, like, what does that project management look like? Um, so I could see a lot of people loving, loving something like that.
0: Um, okay. To that note, um, when I had the one of the mastermind, it's been a while, like a couple of years. Um, we meet every week for 15 minutes. Uh But mm-hmm. it's not for 15 minutes. So it's an hour, but like we have 15 minutes each to share what's going on, what is a struggle and how we accomplish that and then pass the mic further. So pretty similar, but in a different way. Um And then I I think it's me who track the progress of each person mm. from start to finish. So if we have this for like for a quarter, you know, so we can see yeah. the change from day one to the week 12 let's say um Mm. it's so powerful when you see what you have accomplished like when you really hit the ground running you wouldn't see how much you have completed
1: but when you you will be proud of yourself (laughs) yeah absolutely and in those goal planning parties that i host for the group community every month I tell folks, if you go back into your Grooves on your profile, you can scroll down and see all of the goals you've had since the beginning of time on Groove. And so it's a really interesting practice to look back even for a month, like a month ago, and to say, what was I doing at the beginning of, let's say, December 2022? And it's comical sometimes when you look back and you're like, what? That was that long ago? Or like, I can't even believe that was this month. And so just being able to celebrate those small wins, those little wins along the way, I think is so important, Um, especially when you might not have a boss to report those wins to. You have movers mm-hmm. that can support you in, in those wins and celebrating them.
0: So everyone, check the link below in the description or in the show notes. If you're on podcast, it's also in the description as well. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Taylor, for joining Get Unstuck Radio today and jazz about the time
1: with me. I'm so enjoyed. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you. I'm just excited that we got to jam about time as much as we did. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope this episode
0: inspired you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that supports your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstucked.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The result of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life.
1: Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.